As always, it's so good to be with you. And how are we doing, church? All right, I like that. You know, even if we're not, it still feels good, doesn't it, to say it. But, uh, you know, it, there is something to be said about that. Uh, but it is truly a good kind of thing. Also, uh, a special shout-out to you today about the CSA. We spoke about that last weekend, Catholic Services Appeal. This week, we received uh, $6,000 to go towards that. That's extremely impressive. It's just been sitting there for weeks, and then this week it just whoop, went up $6,000. So that, uh, that has to do with you. I'm sure that uh, there was uh, many of you that were able to give, and also there will be many more. I expect the same thing to happen this week. Well, today's gospel reading is a very powerful reading. It's a very challenging reading, I find it, uh, in my own life as well. Jesus has been, uh, he's, he's in what you might call speaking in the Sermon on the Mount. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, I wonder why they don't call it a homily on the Mount. We'll have to find out. That's an old Baptist term, sermon. You know, it took me forever to get out of saying sermon and saying homily as a Baptist preacher. But I, I made it. Uh, but uh, it's, it's very interesting, the uh, sermon the Sermon on the Mount, because uh, Jesus teaches us many, many things, but uh, he really ramps it up today. He really starts to, to challenge us, sort of in our comfort, you know, when we're uh, sort of at the envelope of our comfort zone. He begins to challenge us in, uh, in our faith. Another place that he does this is when, when uh, they're on their way to Jerusalem for the last time. He challenges them there again, with some of the great demands of discipleship, of being a follower of Jesus, because he knew things were going to get harder for him. They were going to get tougher for him. And it's in the tough situations that it's, uh, it's a lot more difficult to, to do what it is that we need to do. When it's easy street, hey, easy street's a piece of cake, right? Uh, no, for example, what did he say? Love those who love you. Does anybody have a problem with that? I seriously doubt it. But uh, what about this one? Uh, love those who hate you. Anybody have a problem with that? Well, that's a different ballgame, isn't it? See, see how he's ramping it up? Here's a good one. He says, uh, bless those who speak good of you. Does anybody have a problem with that? <laughs> we all like that, don't we? Uh, well, what about this one? Uh, bless those who uh, badmouth you. Anybody like that? You know? Uh, you can see how he's ramping it up, isn't he? Uh, pray for those who are kind to you. Anybody have a problem with that? No. Uh, pray for those who treat you unfairly. Anybody have a problem with that? Do you see? Do you see how he's ramping it up? Uh, life is like that. Life has its many ups and downs. It has its challenges. And uh, we have to be prepared, so to speak, in all circumstances and situations, to know how to respond. And as Christians, as, as children of God, Jesus clearly teaches us that path. And it is the path of love. It is the path of blessing. It is the path of prayer. All of those kinds of things. Uh, but he really, he really puts the challenge on us today. And, and you know, sometimes when, when the tough, the challenges, the things that Jesus teaches are tough. 
it's really hard to make sense of them. There are a lot of things about my faith that I don't understand. I'll be the first to admit that. There are some tough questions out there today. Some of the people who have the toughest questions are the ones that are in the school over here. You know, when you go into the classroom for religious education, man, they can ask some tough questions, you know. But they're thinking about it, aren't they? They're thinking about their faith and how their faith impacts, impacts them in their lives. And uh, that's very, very true. And, and this is one of them. What does Jesus say? I find this very interesting. Uh, he says, God causes his son to rise on the good and the bad. That's both, isn't it? Uh, he says, God causes his rain to fall on the just and the unjust. You know what I've never seen in the passage until, this, until I studied at this time? His son. Whose son is it? God. God, uh, the son up here, it's his. And he allows his son, he says, to shine on the good and the bad. Well, that's, you know, that doesn't seem, uh, in a world today where we're so much into justice, that doesn't seem fair. You ever look at situations and say, this doesn't seem fair? Of course you do. We all do. I mean, I think that's, uh, that's, that's pretty, pretty reasonable. And so we all have uh, tough questions, you might call, that, that run through our mind, particularly if we've undergone uh, some sense of tragedy or some sense of loss those uh, we particularly are those those types of thoughts are elevated or somebody is really uh, somebody was talking this week about being thrown under the bus well you know that's not a good feeling is it you know when those kinds of things happen so we we question it's a lot easier don't you think or is it to hate somebody than to love somebody is it Jesus says it's a lot harder to hate them than it is to love them. Love is such a, a freeing kind of thing. So how do we deal as we deal with the tough questions in life? And I think that's what, he, what he's challenging us with today in the gospel and also what Paul's talking about. I mean, Paul sort of flip-flops between the wisdom and foolishness and the wise and the unwise, you know, but it's the same thing. He's... Uh, He's addressing the same issue. Well, one way that we can deal with it is to reason it away. And that's probably one of the, one of the biggest things that we do today. We have a tendency to reason it away. Let's take one of the examples here. Jesus said, if somebody wants your, your uh, tunic, give them that and also give them your cloak. Well, cloak's sort of like a jacket. You know, you need, to, you need a jacket on a cold morning. Now, this morning, 8 o'clock for Mass is a little cool. It's a little cooler than it is right now. Uh, but you need, you need something, don't you? Jesus said, give it, doesn't he? He says, give it. But i got to reason this. I don't have a closet full of coats. And the only other coat I have, it's really old and outdated. I don't really want to walk around with a coat that doesn't look cool or doesn't look fashionable. But um, he said, give them, give, them your, give them your coat. Give them your tunic. Even if it is the only one that you have. Well, we reason that away. That doesn't really apply to me. 
when we get into some of the tough situations in life, that's what we do. And we're great at it. Oh, my gosh, can we reason? Oh, we can, we can reason things away. That's why our faith in many respects today has become what you call cafeteria style. You know what I'm talking about? You remember Blue Boar Cafeteria? I don't know why I just thought of that. But uh, you'd go and you'd pick up, I want this. They'd always had good food. But I'd choose. Sometimes that's what we do in our faith. We pick and choose. I like this truth. I'll take that one. Give me some of that. I don't like this one. I don't want none of that. You know. And that's the way we, we do it today. Pick and choose. Cafeteria style of, of faith. It doesn't work that way. Truth is truth, isn't it? I think it is. There is absolute truth in this world. That's why the Holy Scriptures are so important to us, because it's truth, and we live that truth, and we abide by that truth, even when we don't understand sometimes. See, one way to do it, and as we see in our culture today, it's to reason it away. We just sort of throw that part out. Church never does that. And I have a lot more confidence personally in the church than I do in culture. So I always follow that. I, I look at some of the doctors of the church, how they, what they do, how they approach it, like St. Augustine or St. Aquinas, some of the most intelligent spiritual minds that have ever walked the face of the earth. They have a different perspective on truth when you're living in that in-between time, you know, when you don't totally or fully understand what it is, the truth that's being presented to you. Like today, for me, this is some of the, these are some of the challenges. How do we deal with that? Do we throw it out? Do we reason it away? Isn't it amazing today, things that have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years that we can just sort of reason them away in a matter of a few years? There's a problem with that. Uh, you know, you need to sit back and think about what that is. So what are some things that we can do in the meantime? Well, I think as even as I thought about the situation today, and it, it is, first of all, I got to trust in the person who said it. That's first thing. That's really, really important. Trust in the person who said it. You know, uh, we do these polls today on uh, approval ratings of presidents. We always have done that, haven't we? Sometimes they'll hit 30%. I mean, you know, they'll really dip. Sometimes they'll go up to 80%. Never 100%. You know, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? But uh, you have to have confidence when you're dealing with things you don't totally understand. And confidence is important and confidence in the person that the person is, uh, what they say is consistent, consistent. If, if this person has shared truth with me that's proved out and panned out over time, then when I, when I get up against something I don't understand, brush up against it, I can have confidence. Even though I don't understand it, uh, you know, I can have confidence because I trust in the person. Who said this? Who said these things today? You know, I, I was thinking of it. Jesus said, do you have confidence in Jesus? Has he ever let you down? Has he ever said anything that really didn't make sense? I can't think of anything. So if he says it, but I don't understand it, I can still believe it. 
I can still practice it until I do get to that point. And so it's not only the word, but it has to do with the individual as well. You know, I think that's really important. Jesus teaches us. He models for us. Why lie? Why? He's God. He's God in the flesh, isn't he? That's exactly right. That's who he is, and that's, that's what he's all about. And so we can have confidence in that. I've never seen, you know, I'm inconsistent. I'll tell you that. I'll be the first to admit it. I'm human. Jesus, totally consistent. So that's why when I hear something that I don't understand that's coming from him, I'll still trust him in it until I do understand it. And that was sort of the, that's, that's the approach of many of the doctors of the church. That's how they approach truth and trying to understand truth. Um, another thing that's really important is that when he asked me to do something I don't understand, I don't, you know, he gives me the capability to do what it is that I need to do. Do you mean to tell me that I can love people that hate me? I don't like it when people badmouth me. But you know what? They badmouth me. And sometimes I hear about it. Uh, but I don't like it. But how do I love somebody like that when they badmouth? They gossip about me. They talk about me behind, behind my back. Well, I can do it because Jesus says I can do it. He says you're capable of doing it. You got the strength to do it if you trust in me. And I think that's really important. Oh, that brings up a real important issue. Maybe the issue here is trust. Trust. Do I trust Jesus? Do I trust him? Do I really trust him? That's the big question. I think that's really, that's really, really the big question. Do I trust him? See, and I have to trust, I have trust in that sense goes beyond what I can reason or rationalize away. Trust in that sense depends upon the higher things of life. See, the higher things, the higher connections with God are not in reasoning. They're not in intellect. What are they? There's three of them. Faith, hope, and love. Isn't that what trust is all about? You know, I gotta, if I'm going to trust somebody, i got to have faith in them. i got to have hope in them. i got to love in them. There you go. Uh, see, that's what, he's, that's what he's really teaching us. And when we trust him, when we put our trust in him, there's tremendous freedom. Oh, the freedom. There is, you know, there's so much freedom that comes when we trust in God. So I wonder this morning, is there something that you're having a difficult time with that you need to trust in God? Look at the example of who says it and what he taught and what he did and say, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. God bless you. I love you.